Hello, welcome back to Silicon Valley Impact on TAL Radio. I'm Roger Royce, I'm your host, and we are here this week with Dr. Elaine Wong. She's an entrepreneur, an investor, an advisor, an adventurer, uh, just an all-around utility person when it comes to lots of talents. And Elaine is going to talk to us today about some of the projects that she's been involved in to help make the world a better place. So Elaine, welcome, thank you for being here. Um, could you just tell us maybe a little bit more about yourself and your background and, and who you are and uh, how you come to technology and social goals? Thank you, Roger. Pleasure to be here and uh, honored to be sharing a few of the things that I've been doing to make the world a better place, like you said. So my background is in biomedical engineering. That's what I got my PhD in Columbia at. did my postdoc in Stanford. Um, in, also in medicine field, uh, in the medical technology. And then I switched gear to work for a few years in startup patent law. That's how I uh, got me into, you know, the logistics and the, the, the way to actually bring ben, uh, technology from bench to reality. And sort of like being immersed in the Silicon Valley or Stanford entrepreneurial program that just inspired me to want to do things my own. Then after a few years working in law firm, I went traveling the world. Uh, I went to climb mountains, sail, sail, sail across, across the water, and kind of became the first Taiwanese to ever sail an emission-free boat to Antarctica and Arctic. Mm. And that kind of, kind of like got me some uh, press attention there. And But what really got me in was the how polluted our ocean was mm. doing that sailing expedition. Everywhere I went, even in the place where no human has set foot on, I saw tons of plastic trash and it was very devastating. And I tried to pick up the trash, but it just doesn't go anywhere. So that led me into funding this technology or this company called Greenway Revolution in Singapore. So we championed a technology that can convert all kinds of plastic trash into diesel fuel. So it made me wanting to clear all the plastic trash. Around. We're going to talk a lot about that uh, in a minute here. But before we get to that, tell me about Muse Builder, which is one of your more recent projects. Um, and I know you and I were going to do an agriculture technology conference under the Muse Builder <laughs> brand in Taiwan. COVID kind of interfered with that plan. But tell us a little bit about that. Yes, definitely. Muse Builder is another company that I just started last year. Uh, so because of COVID, I got to spend a lot of quality time in Taiwan that um, then I just wanted to bring all these knowledge and connections to Taiwan to help Taiwan to foster this kind of spirit. So that Muse Builder is a tech startup accelerator program. And we also teach classes in National Taiwan University, partnering with Taiwanese government, specifically wanted to uh, build this region in the south of Taiwan called New Asia Bay Area or Yawan region in Taiwan. This is uh, going to be a tech startup ecosystem, uh, wanting to really empowering local Taiwanese startup and connecting the local resources to global, ta global talent and resources or fundings. So I'm helping the strategy part for Taiwanese government, wanting to really bring Taiwan up to be the entry point of all the foreign startup or money wants to come in Asia. So like uh, the entry point of that. 
So did you have yeah. a focus on an industry or a market or anything like that? Yes, yes, we focus on health tech, agriculture tech, and wellness tech specifically. So these three sectors are the ones I have a lot of experience in, have a lot of interest in, and also believe that uh, the combination of these two can make us to live in a more wholesome life. Wellness tech. Well, that sounds interesting. What would that be like? Would that be like some of the meditation apps and things like that? Yeah, that could be. That's one of it. That's one part of it. Anything, any technology that's uh, looking into or tapping into happiness, wellness, uh, overall quality of life. Meditation is one. And then also hardware and software related to spirituality or connection, human connections and caring for people that I know sort of advisor for this company called IE Connection, connecting foreign uh, helpers, amateur helpers to senior people or family that needs help, you know? Really? So, wow. Yeah, all kinds that's of... That sort of uh, tells us, you know, that Touch a Life organization that sponsors this radio show, they have an organization that does that. So it sounds like you're in a similar space or could be in your accelerator. You host companies that will do things like that. Yes, yes. Great. Using technology, I assume. And that's probably the yeah. common thread. Wellness is a huge industry, trillion dollar industry, but the wellness tech is only about the market size right now is only about like $1 million. So I think I see a lot of potential for this entire sector, uh, wellness sector to be more tech savvy. So. Well, good. It sounds like it. It sounds like you're doing your part to try to get those companies to identify them, to give them team, to give them mentorship, to connect them with funding and, um, you know, bring them to a place where they can grow. Right. Yes. And that's also what Taiwan is really good at and known for because of this uh, attention to wellness. We were able to really be one of the very few COVID heaven uh, last year. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes. Okay, well, I, I want to thank, we're going to take a break now. We're here now. This is Roger Royce with Silicon Valley Impact. I'm talking to Dr. Elaine Wong uh, about all of her various socially uh, good projects. And we're going to be back right after this break. I'm back. It's Roger Royce with Silicon Valley Impact on Tell Radio. We're here with Dr. Elaine Wong. We're talking about some of the projects she's been involved in. We just had an interesting discussion about her Muse Builder project, which encourages a lot of uh, very socially useful technologies and businesses, including wellness tech, an up and growing field. But Elaine, I know you're very involved in something that's even more technical and mysterious and cutting edge, and that's blockchain and crypto. So tell <laughs> us, and you've got a special spin on this. You're not only you're not just using it to, 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 to get rich, you're using it to make the world a better place. Tell us about that. Yes, I am all for a double bottom line or triple bottom line strategy that is finance uh, and social good and environmental good. And this particular project I'm involved in touch base on too. So um, to start, you know, I first got into blockchain by taking this class you taught in Stanford. <laughs> so that really got me, you know, had a taste on how blockchain is and all that. So thank you for teaching that class, Roger. And Good. this company I'm working on is called AAG, a chip and a chair guild. So it is in an online uh, blockchain gaming play to earn space. So we are able to uh, build a platform. We're in the pockets of building the platform, champion our expertise in capital deployment and data science and enterprise software, yada, yada. 
to really enable everyday users, even if you just have $1, to come to our platform to form an eSport team to crack these play-to-earn games. These play-to-earn games are uh, video games that have cryptocurrency in there. So you can play the games for fun, and you can also play the game as a career. So our platform enabling maximal optimized uh, strategy to play these games as a career. We test our technology to on this one game, Maxi Infinity, and we are able to really grow our esports team from zero to fifteen hundred people in two months, driving revenues of that esports team of about half a million a month. So enabling thousands of people across the world, all from developing countries in five different continents to have income that's three times the minimum wage. So every day we get thank you letters, you know, from Philippines saying that I can finally afford medicine for my father. I don't have to quit schools and I can now be united with my family. All these things make us go forward. So we want to enable more people to form that kind of esports team on our platform. That's why we found this company and are going to issue tokens that can be used on our platform, making this to happen. So yeah, we don't just want to use this expertise to bring money our own. We want to empower everybody to do that. And that in the end, the goal is to really bring universal base income for people, especially people in the more um, underprivileged places. So it's an opportunity for people in uh, places and, and countries where they, as long as they have an internet connection, I suppose, they have a way that they can make some money, right? Yes. And we're going to also have learn to earn or volunteer to earn modules on our platform. You know, after these people have started to get uh, some basic income for uh, affording food and securities, they can learn employable skills in a gamified environment and earning tokens. And that could only be good for them. So, yeah. Wow. So they can learn skills, actual, you know, skills they can use in their business and you'll gamify it, make it interesting and for them. And this is, is this free for them or do they have to pay to get into the system? They even earn money. They to earn money. So they learn. don't pay, they yes. earn money. It's learn to earn. Yes. Learn we want to, to completely change the entire education paradigm here. Boy, that certainly will, especially in places where it might be a little hard to get those educate in education, where it might be very expensive. How far along are you with this? Do you have a lot of users, or have you been benefiting a lot of people so far? Or is it just very early? It is still very early, but even with just very early on, we were already uh, able to um, our esports team benefited a lot of people. So people from Brazil, Russia, Indonesia, Nigeria, Philippines, and Argentina. So yeah, just like keep going on and on. I think the play to earn space on the online gaming world is the new trend. There will be more game that enter this space. Right now, as far as my knowledge, there are about 30 uh, big play to earn game. Axie Infinity is one of the most popular and famous. So uh, yeah, this is the future. We're going on a blockchain revolution. <laughs> yes, it's a blockchain revolution. And this is just a new aspect of it that, uh, that I hadn't heard about until you told me about it. So really interesting. So what are the plans now? You expect to go worldwide and, and uh, go to even more countries? Yes, we plan to, our ambitious goal is to grow to uh, grow our esports team to 10,000 people by uh, Q1 2022. And then really finish building this platform, enabling more people to uh, form their esports team. So 
we were able to be the number one in the market on such guild program to be the fastest growing, driving the most revenue. We have one a competitor that oh, I mean, in esports team, not a platform. They also have a lot of people on our esports team, but they grow in such a slower speed compared to us. So, okay. yeah, so that we're excited great. about it. Next step is to issue our token to be used on platform. So that's that. I can see that you are, and it sounds like a really great cause and a really great, great use of new technology to benefit the world. This is Roger Royce. I'm here with Silicon Valley Impact. I'm talking to Dr. Elaine Wong. She's telling me about some of her projects, uh, marrying technology with social good, and her latest one, her Learn to Earn program using blockchain technology. We're going to take a short break here, and we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. Roger Royce, Silicon Valley Impact. I'm here with Dr. Elaine Wong. We're talking about some of her various projects using technology to make the world a better place. And this last one you're going to love that we want to talk about. It's hard to pick only three with you, Dr. Wang, but this <laughs> one is a good one if we're going to put them in the top three. Uh, and that's how to clean up and save the oceans. Tell us about uh, what you're doing, especially about your invention that converts plastic to diesel fuel. Yeah, I are you ready for some trash talk? <laughs> some trash talk from Dr. Wang. Yeah, trash talk from Dr. Wang. So yeah, as um, I mentioned earlier in my sailing expedition, I saw tons of plastic trash in the ocean that led me into doing research in this part, um, the problem, then realizing how fucked up we are <laughs> in terms of uh, ocean pollution. So and there is this other project, Ocean Cleanup. They try to clean and all the plastic trash in the ocean. But still, in the end, the plastic is not going anywhere. If you don't change them, transform them, they're just sitting there. They're not going anywhere. So we invented this technology, champion pyrolysis, and optimize it to significantly lower the activation energy of the reaction. It, and then we were able to convert all kinds of plastic trash, not just type one and type two, but even type seven mixed plastic and waste tires into its component oil. Because we made plastic from oil. Now we want to convert these trash plastic into component oil to complete the circular economy. So it, with this technology, we're able to convert 60 tons of plastic trash a day with zero emission. And the energy regenerate out of this is nine times more effective than solar. And it is under the category of renewable. And we, it only takes less than 1% of the land that needs to be done with solar. So we see this as a pressing need. We're getting rid of the trash and we're generating power. Awesome. So three problems at once. So, so let's talk a little bit more about the oceans. I know you, you've been active with some of the South Pacific uh, countries. Can you tell us what you're doing with Palau, for example, or is that top secret? It is not a top secret. We are um, because Palau just um, had their new president uh, last year. And mm -hmm. this new president is highly focused on ocean conservation uh, efforts. Palau is this island country that is one of the uh, friends or allies of Taiwan. And they really champion on ocean conservation efforts. They not only ban all the uh, chemical sunscreen and also ban a lot of plastic, single-use plastic, and also ban a lot of big commercial fishing too. They really want to protect the ocean, fish, and environment. So this is a great experimental market and country to really champion on the ideology. And we, I am working with them to send this message out to the world and turning Palau to be the first of 
country that runs 100% renewable on all fronts. So that's an ambitious plan, but we have a lot of famous and uh, good people helping us on the way, and uh, Taiwan is one of it. We are going to have our ocean conference next February, February seventeen uh, in Palau. That's uh, United Nations uh, Ocean Conference in Palau. So we're going to talk about all aspect of it, and it's going to end on the full moon, which is February seventeen. And on the full moon night, then you will actually see how high the tide is. Sort of bring you raise awareness on how the climate change is real and how it impact our ocean. Our ocean is our life. It generates more oxygen than the Amazon rainforest. So you take two deep breath. One of the breath of oxygen is from the ocean. So oh, wow. it generates fifty percent oxygen on there. So it is so important. If it dies, we die. Yeah. So I know you're very focused on plastics in the ocean. What what can we be doing? As a civilization, I mean, you know, San Francisco—it's all—it's pla- all paper straws now, not plastic. Um, is that the right answer, or are there other things? What, what do you think it, is the way to attack this problem? Yeah, my personal goal to it is I don't want people to feel uh, living a sustainable life is uncomfortable, right? So if in some part of the life you feel you want to, um, you cannot avoid plastic in some way, right? If you have a baby, baby wants to use diaper. I wouldn't want you to feel uncomfortable and kill yourself for not using it. But really, take a hard look of your daily life. There are multiple ways to reduce your carbon footprint. So not only you can eat more、um, consciously, right? You choose、uh, food that is safer, cleaner, versus you know more polluted, and have a vegetarian diet versus more carnivorous diet, and Travel less, um, you know, cars or airplanes, and do more on、um, other things. So there are multiple ways that you can reduce your carbon footprint. Find the a combination that you feel comfortable in too. And there are also a lot of new technology that's going on, trying to replace one part of your daily life to be more sustainable, more environmental friendly, and doesn't really make you uncomfortable. So things are moving as long as you are conscious about. What you do every day, every part of your life, and then yes. Would you、yes. say that plastic is the number one issue affecting our oceans? Is that the biggest problem? Um, so, the one you've decided is, to solve. It is what I decided to solve because it is a problem that is really hard to solve, and it really involves really、uh, strong team efforts. And there are other、uh, problems too. Global warming raised up the、uh, water temperature、um, by like. Two degrees, and all the corals will die. So, in the past two years, a lot of coral bleaching has been happening all over the world. Once the coral is bleached, then it dies. Then you don't have the fish, and the ecosystem、uh, breaks down. So, there are also research going on to research to right trying to find out the strains of heat resistant coral. There are、uh, research going on to find out just like the、uh, seabed and、uh, bi- biological or in the Competition of the water maker in the ocean. There are multiple research going on to let us understand the ocean more. I think any understanding, any knowledge about our ocean is a win because it's it com- it is seventy percent of the world on Earth, and we often see ocean as the thing that divides us, divides us as a country. But it actually is the median that connects all the country on Earth together. So by going deep. Right, because it's so deep. By going deep, going wide, then、uh, it's only just expand our playgrounds. So, so any knowledge of understanding, any effort in protecting it,、uh, it's a win. 
So I wouldn't say it's only plastic, but plastic is something that's important to me. So you can find something that's important to you. That's right. And having grown up in Taiwan next to the ocean, I'm guessing you probably feel a special connection. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So I can tell you in a lot of ocean cleanup effort, there was one time we went to clean up the really polluted beach in 10 minutes. We were able to just pick up, say, 3,500 plastic straws. Only if we are only counting straws. In 10 minutes, we're able to pick up that many straws. So, yeah. So our we don't actually need to have straws, right, when we drink liquid. This is just a habit that we have developed, and we didn't actually have the need. So We didn't yeah, even have them when I was a kid. Hmm? <laughs> didn't even use them when I was a kid. So. Oh, okay. Well. We but I'm extremely old, world. so that's why. <laughs> okay, well, plastic, attacking plastic and saving the oceans. Thank you. This is Roger Royce. I'm with Dr. Elaine Wayne. We've been talking about several of her projects. We talked about Muse Builder in Taiwan, connecting Taiwan to uh, especially the wellness industry, her blockchain initiative to provide income to the underprivileged around the world, and also her efforts to save the ocean through technology. Again, we're going to conclude now. I want to thank you, Dr. Wayne, for being here. And thank you, listeners. And this is Roger Royce of Silicon Valley Impact on Tell Radio.